This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Kristen, with all of like obviously the strike and kind of network scrambling, is there potentially anything that could be significantly changed and revolutionized in the television industry as a result of them kind of trying to figure things out on the fly? Well, I do think we talked a little bit in the movie industry yesterday of like what Taylor Swift is doing in terms of like skirting around the studios and going to AMC saying, hey, let me make a deal with you. And I think we're going to see and this will eventually affect TV as well. If people start sort of skirting the main studios and starting creating their own content and doing things independently, it's going to really change who has control in Hollywood and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are starting to do it with their artist equity studio where everybody on the set has a stake in the film that it's from the janitor all the way up to the director. They're all going to get points on that film and they'll all make additional money, which I think is revolutionary if they can get this model to be very successful. They have so far with the movie Air. So there are things to watch that that are coming. And I think that that's really going to be the big deal here because we're relying these studios have so much control and they almost have too much control at this point. Kristen, I actually am dying to ask you something. And if you don't know about it, you can tell me tomorrow. This Sean Diddy Combs returning the lucrative music rights to bad boy records artists. What the heck is going on there? Well, you know, I, I don't know enough to see the legalities of what's happening, but yeah. I will tell you that a lot of artists are getting out while the money is still there. And I have a feeling that's probably related to what he is doing because everyone is selling their libraries. Have you noticed this? And yeah. they're getting like $100 million, $350 million because the money is there. And I, like we know, the music industry is struggling. The entertainment industry is struggling. If they don't sell off their catalogs now, they're going to be worth less and less as time goes on. And so in theory, what I've read is, did you read any of this? Well, I saw the headline. And so when you say like s selling their music catalog for people like myself that don't know, we, I always thought that the big thing for artists was I want to keep all my music rights. So then why would you be selling your But these library? aren't his. These are like, so he has uh, oh, Bad he has Boy the Records. Oh, he has okay. a lot of their rights. In the, the thing, like the, what I read yesterday was he just gave them back to the artists. It seems like right. a Which is good for him, like a good gesture on his part, correct? I don't know because what is going on? That's like in theory. But doesn't that keep him out of a situation that happened to Scooter Braun with Taylor Swift? Because that deal wound up going south for Scooter and he wound up losing money on it in the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've told this story many times already, but my daughter gets in the car and if we are listening to Taylor Swift, she will make sure that it is Taylor's version I and only Taylor's version. Wherever we're at, if I hear the music... I won't dance unless I know it's Taylor's version. I'm the exact same way. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Taylor Swift for life. Evermore. <laughs> I don't think Taylor gets enough credit for what she's doing. I think people still see her as like the 16-year-old girl from Tennessee. And she's done a lot of game-changing things within the last year or so that really are changing the industry. And I'll tell you, why is everyone leaving Scooter Braun? Scooter's telling you he's moving up the, you know, the corporate ladder and not doing management anymore. If you talk to some of the artists, they're all saying it's a mess behind the scenes. And that mess pretty much started with the whole Taylor Swift situation. Well, yeah, his big thing, too, is like, if you're with me and you're a big enough star, I'm not going to let you get into trouble because I have other fish to throw out to sacrifice. Um, and so they had a whole expose on an artist who was like, yeah, Scooter Braun would air my laundry, like dirty laundry, when one of his bigger stars would get into trouble to like dominate the headlines. Mm -hmm. He had all these tactics. And so if you were high up enough, it was lovely with Scooter Braun until, you know, it wasn't. But Ariana Grande left. She's had her whole cheating disaster right now with Ethan yeah. Slater and the Wicked set. And one of the reasons she allegedly left was because he didn't show up on the Wicked set to kind of help her navigate this whole situation. And she was like, mm, you're supposed to be there for me. Yeah. And he wasn't. And then, you know, if you take a look at Justin Bieber, yeah. <laughs> he's got, a, they are in bed with TMZ. I don't know if people know this, but oh, they're all, yeah. I would say people like TMZ is not just catching all these artists and stuff out. 
out willy nilly all the time. Like it's set up. Oh, th- mm-hmm. that's th- yeah. They're calling, and that that happens. My friend works for TMZ, and like literally, she's like, "Oh, I just got a call from you know this celebrity. I'm going to go meet them at Craig's and, and film them." But what I'm talking about is even I think more sinister personally. TMZ reportedly owns the racial slur tape that has Justin Bieber going off. And the scooter allegedly made a deal with TMZ that they would give them all like exclusives on Justin if they put that particular tape in the vault and didn't let it see the light of day. Damn. Mm. And that's why when you see TMZ and they always have the exclusives on Justin and it's always kind of a positive spin that they're all in bed together. Is that some sort of, is there a legality behind that at all? Or is it just, Hey man, it's business. Is that, that you can do what you want. It's, it's business. Harvey Levin, who runs TMZ is the founder of it is a lawyer himself. So he Mm. knows exactly what he's doing. And when people always go, Oh my gosh, you know, especially everyone was talking the last couple of days about Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. They're like, is this actually real? And I said, the one thing you can trust with TMZ is that if it involves the court system or any type of divorce lawyer, anything legal, they're going to be accurate because they have people embedded, especially in Los Angeles, in that entire community. They know exactly when the divorce is filed, when the person's arrested, when they're talking to divorce lawyers to possibly retain someone. Is Okay, so with the Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas divorce that's going down, are we looking that as right now Joe Jonas is leaking a bunch of negative things about Sophie Turner? Because that's what it feels like. Yeah, Joe Jonas is driving this narrative. His people are getting out there and talking about the fact that they think that, you know, she is an absent mother. Yeah. Let's talk about this because that's really that that's really huge. I've he heard was- that from like four different people. They go, well, did you know he has the kids on tour with him? He because she won't watch them. He has to bring them on tour She's with in- them. England filming a movie. She uh, doing a TV series called Joan. And so it was probably easier to keep them all together because the other brothers were traveling with their kids and yeah. their wives. And it just it just made sense instead of bringing them overseas and everything. And she was only going to be over there for like say 2 months. And that was the narrative, um, yeah. That was like the strong narrative, you know, cuz I'm around women all the time is like that was the strong narrative yeah. that was told to me about three or four different times. So I go, "Oh, things he's leaking things." How old are the kids? One in three. Yeah, oh, they're young. Okay. They're two girls. But listen, she's been home for the last two years. She's been birthing babies. She, he's been touring all over the place. None of us ever questioned why the kids weren't, you know, that he was a negligent father while he was on tour and she was home with the babies. It's it's a narrative that stinks, but it looks like he's going to try and fight for possibly primary custody. Um, and and because he now has set precedent with having the kids over the summer, he may get something like 60% custody and she only gets 40 because of this. Wow. wow. That's, that's, it's funny. Celebrities, they're just like us, just as petty as us. <laughs> yeah. I know. If I could say anything uh, about having babies with people, have babies with non-crazy people. That is the number one piece of advice I can give you. Should have told Justin because, that. Well, there was a girl that I had dated. My 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 daughter's mom and I get along wonderfully. She's lovely. Yeah, we have absolutely no problems together. We grew up together. Yeah. We lived together. It was fine. We, you know, it was hard when we broke up, but fine, whatever. Now we do it like tonight. We're going to parent teacher conferences together. Yeah, because we can do that because we're adults and our parents. When you got divorced when we were kids, it was all on war. Yeah, I mean they would talk so much shit about one another, and now that's not how you do it you co-parent because you realize that it's all about the kid yeah and kids don't get screwed up because parents split up they get screwed up because of conflict absolutely and if it's conflict in the house or outside of the house that's where it all boils down to but i remember my mom i was dating this girl who was younger and kind of a pain in the ass and living with me and my mom did not like her and at some point my mom and i got in a huge argument about her and she said and i'll never forget it my mom looks at me and said, if you were going through the same situation with so-and-so as you were with Cammy, your daughter's mom, so-and-so would be taking you to the cleaners right now. And Dang. I went, that is that is so ridiculous. That Why would you say that? I got so pissed. I got in my truck. I started driving home. And about halfway home, I realized, oh, my mom is a thousand percent right. This woman <laughs> would be taking me for every dollar I have. So I went home and I walked in the house and I said, I'm selling the house. And she said, well, what about me? I said, I, you're going to have to figure that out. I'm selling the house and I'm moving. And that was that. And with that, I've never looked back. And I thought, wow, that was. So my advice, have babies with non-crazy people. I know, but sometimes that crazy doesn't come out. 
intel. Like I've seen the most put together people. I've been hired by people as nannies by the most put together people mm-hmm. just to navigate that stuff, like the divorce mm-hmm. stuff. Because sure. like I sometimes that just brings out the crazy in you. Yep. But you're right. Like if it already is showing before all that chaos, yeah, no doubt. Be careful, exactly. Well, Kristen, you You, don't seem all that crazy. Kristen, you want to stick around with uh, with Chris Eggers? I was going to say Ed Sheeran. I don't know why, but Chris (laughs) Eggers, a surprise guest, local artist Ed Sheeran joins the show next. I want to meet Ed Sheeran. I have friends in common. That would be fabulous. Oh, look at you, humble brag. Wow, Kristen, my my friend. um, What's that song? we were just kids when we fell in love. That one? My yeah. friend's mm. the one dancing with him. Wow, no kidding, we, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, I nailed it. I actually can play that on piano. It's called Thinking Out Loud. She went on tour with him. My friend's name is Brittany Cherry, and she went on tour with him and um, helped rehearse that, and then they shot the video. Kristen, we get it. You're connected like Legos. We get it. We're lucky to even have you on the show. That Kristen. was such a huge video. I'm proud of her. Take us with you when you go to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Kristen, please. Please, Kristen. Help. It's not safe here. Well, we love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Is that a normal way to say bye? <laughs> bye, Kristen. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, Tom bye. Bernard Morris. We'll be back with the one and only Chris Eggert slash Ed, Ed Sheeran. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com and please do tell them that Tommy's Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Don't forget to let his light shine in. I need everybody to open up to the book of Ezekiel, (laughs) chapter 4. And when God shined his light upon me. He will heal. <laughs> he, 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 he. <laughs> didn't realize we were the righteous gemstones right. this morning. This is a song that is played at every church I have oh ever my been God. to. Watching yeah. all three of you, Chris Egger, Tevin, and Rudy, all dance on camera. Like, we are at, oh, that killed me. Uh, I don't think I'll stop laughing for, like, two hours. I feel like right now there should be a youth pastor on right. a minibike. <laughs> I have a yep. weird crush on who's our counselor that I'm always like, he's just so cool. Oh, my Did God. Did you hear what Pastor Michael said today? Like, that's oh. absolutely. He turned his hat backwards, sat down, and said, let's rap, let's kids. Let's rap. Let's rap. Let's, oh, my gosh. Speaking of rapping at church, I actually, one of my friends, we rapped, uh, what is it, uh, Diddy... 
Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, you That's did. All. At church? At church. Oh, man. Got in a lot of trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they, didn't, okay. uh, they didn't like that. Well, I don't know why we had the uh, New Age Church Jesus music playing today, but I'm, it's not, I, I'm not worried about it because I did not schedule that. I love so, it. I'm not mad at it. No, it was fun. Uh, you, got a, uh, you got an intro over there? I don't yeah, know news you. brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Ed Sheeran? Question mark? Well, you said something about Ed Sheeran as you're going to break. I yeah. don't know what the heck you're talking about. Well, I meant to say, hey, Kristen, do you want to stick around and hang out with Chris Eggert? But I said, hey, do you want to hang out with Ed Sheeran? And then I corrected myself and everyone thought, well, it'd be much cooler if we could hang out with Ed Sheeran than Chris Eggert. It kind of yeah. sucks because like, you're really coming in on a high bar. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. How can you? Just yeah. sing I, a song. I, yeah. Go ahead, Tevin. I'm sorry. Oh, no. No, you go ahead. I was just going to ask you to sing a song. You're... I just, well, I mean, I think I came as close as I'm going to come to singing a song by doing our new age dance there. Yeah. I did like um, that quite a bit, Chris. But I'm going to say something controversial. Ed Sheeran's kind of boring interview. <gasps> oh, uh, interview. Interview? I can see that. Well, here's the thing. I've spent... Uh, I don't want to say an extensive amount of time with the man, He's but got a story. I do have a story where I sat in a room with Ed. It was just him and I for, I don't okay. know, 15, 20 minutes. Su- super delightful guy. I do think that when you get him off of a microphone, I think he's very good about being able, because he told a story about being on, he was talking about the difference between American and European radio. And he was talking about how you guys are so buttoned up here in the United States and then told this story about while he was on the air in Europe, there was like fellatio going on in the studio on air while he was on the air. Yeah. And this was a this is a national broadcast. We are buttoned up compared yeah. to that. Yeah. And I will and, not try to change that. And I think I when appreciate you, that. And of course, when you pull the mics up and you go, hey, Ed, why don't you tell that story about when you were in Europe on the radio? He goes, I don't know what, what you're talking about. So I think there's a little bit. Somebody coached him up early on and said, you got kind of a checkered past. You like to drink and you like to shoplift and you were kind of a troublemaker. So if you want this career to last, you're going to have to go out and play the game a little bit. And it's worked because he's selling out the you know, U.S. Bank Stadium. So I think he keeps himself very reserved. He's calculated. Absolutely. In his reserve. Yeah. I, I could see that, though, Chris. Like, I don't think he's going to give you a great soundbite. What did, when did you interview him? Oh, I didn't interview him. I just heard interviews <laughs> oh, okay. with him. I think they're boring. Yeah. You know what else is boring? The Office. I've never seen an episode, but it's oh, so yeah. boring. We you had. Know, a, I agree. We had a hot take, Chris. Uh, Tevin had an announcement that he thinks The Office sucks, and then admitted he's never seen an episode. <laughs> I've seen like part of an episode. It's seen. It's a decent show. It's not worth the hype. It's a lot. All of- right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on that, Tevin. I just, felt the same way just- about the juror. I had I didn't watch the full juror. I oh, thought after two episodes I'd seen enough. Jury and, duty, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah jury duty. Yeah, um, I, it felt very um, the office ish to yeah. me. I really like the dude. Like the guys, like like oh my god, make this guy like you know president of the United States or something. Like yeah. great guy, blah 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 blah. But like after like seven minutes into the first episode, I was kind of like ah. Uh, I, I feel you. I, I, I watched it just because. But sure. Anyway. If you, I, I'm sorry. I was going to no, say, no, if no. you want to watch uh, something that is along those that same vein as like a pretend show where there's one person who doesn't know it's all pretend, watch a movie on YouTube called Windy City Heat. Windy City Heat. It'll blow your mind. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and nobody has seen it. I have. I had a problem with jury duty because I kept going, okay, like this. I get the concept. Two episodes in. And then my like anxiety for that guy just was through the roof and thinking about what is his life going to be like after this? Will he constantly have a moment going, well, is this real? Like, I think you can't screw with people like that. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I don't know. I'd take $100,000. Yeah, so would I. Then every day of your life, you go, is this part real? At some point. Wait, like, is it real anyway? Some of us think it's a simulation. Chris, yeah. I, we just mm. had, what? Listen, Put your faith let's in get him. the conspiracies yeah. out. Yeah. If next week I walk into my daughter's bedroom and she tears her face off like a robot and goes, this was all a hoax, but here's $100,000, I would say, well, it's been a fun 17 years. I wish you the best, robot. You are not wrong. He's like, well, now I don't have to pay for college. So yeah, this was thank perfect God. Timing. That's awesome. Yeah, the amount you put into that child. Yeah. Also, I want all that money back I did pay no. for all the right. things that yeah. you right. don't need because you are a hey, robot. robot daughter, yeah. you better be writing me a check yep. right now. 
I do want to get back to Ed Sheeran because I will have to say this. Not a huge, like, I'm not, like, an Ed Sheeran fan. I don't listen to a lot of his music. Mm-hmm. But, like, A-Team, that song is so good. Listen to that on the ride home, Chris. It's, no, don't, no, don't give me that head shake. It's so, if you just, just do me this solid and just listen to it on the way home, it, like, hits in your feels, and mm-hmm. it's so good. Like, I don't think we got enough credit for A-Team. That song is so beautiful. Okay. Thank you. I'll yeah. listen. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, Ed Sheeran's music has never hit my feels before. Yeah. And that's not a knock on him. It's just not my genre. It's a little too peppy and oh, stuff. Lego House? But, I don't know that one. Oh, you don't know that one? Oh. I like yeah. angry music. Yeah. That, that's why the, you and I mosh pit in a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Took his leg off, yeah. started swinging it at dudes with long hair and black graphic t-shirts. It was one of the best mosh pits I've ever been in, yeah. Chris Eggers. I could see it. I could feel it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I am. I like to cry. I am such like a like. Let's list. Like I love crying on the way home, mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll get out. Like just the other day, I went. Justin was in the basement hitting golf balls, and I went in the basement. He goes, "What's the matter?" I was like, "I just wanted to cry." So I started watching those military clips where people oh surprise their kids. Oh, oh yeah, the dogs yeah. freaking out. Yeah, yeah they yeah, surprise yeah. their kids at school and they, they'll be like a teenager, like there was like a boy with like a baseball hat, it was really cool and he immediately put his hat in front of his face and cried into his dad who got back from deployment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, because I have a certain amount of tears in my body at all times and like every once a week I have to empty them. Otherwise I'll cry here, okay? Interesting. Yeah. I, um, I, we watched we watched the end of Rocky 2 the other night <sighs> and which I forgot how freaking good that one was. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets overlooked, but yeah. that's where he he knocks out Apollo Creed yep. and he gets up. And dude, I was I'm sitting next to my wife though, so I like was refusing to show emotion. As she can attest, I've been that way for the last 23 years. Um, like I refuse to crack and show any emotion, but like he was, and he, you know, he's doing the thing, and I was like inside, I was just oh. like freaking bawling, but I had to like. I was just like, yeah, sports movies uh, like Rocky and then Brian's song. Oh, you want to see me become a puddle. And then when children with disabilities overcome. Oh, game over. That is the that is the one. (laughs) If you want to see me cry, you go ahead and play Standing Outside the Fire by Garth Brooks. Watch that video. Oh, that is a tearjerker. I think it's a tearjerker. Does your wife? Because here's the thing. I love when my husband cries. Like we went to a Star is Born and I looked over Um, at him when we were dating and he started crying. And I remember being like. I am so into you right now. Like, so does your, because I bet you, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I bet your wife likes it when you're emotional. (laughs) Or no. Usually the emotion that I'm expressing is not one that she's into. Not the one she's into at the time. It's not like when he opens (laughs) up the closet, he's like, you put the hand towels on top of the bath towels. Like, what the? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, it's, this is kind of a touchy topic. I feel that. So you want to yeah. cry on air right now? That would help us for our ratings. No, okay. I did almost cry because I handed his little baby the other day at the <gasps> fair, though. Oh, wow. was, he, was Brady so cute? Yeah, like she had him out at the fair, and he looked just like our boy did. And um, she was like, you know, show, you know, doing like the fair stuff with yeah. your mom. You know, if you're a first-time parent or you've got yeah. a kid or a grandkid out at the fair, like here's sort of some stuff to do. And then um, somebody's like, Hey guys, why don't you give Hannah some advice? And I was like, all of a sudden, I was just like, I was like, you tapped into it every minute. And I started like getting all like weepy, and I was like, oh my god, what happened to you? Yeah. So it does happen. It does. Everyone. No, if it's funny because if you just say words, but you don't really think it through. But when you start thinking it through, like remembering when that baby was young, and you know Dakota was young, and all these things, when you really start tapping into it, it's so easy to go there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I generally just keep up that good Midwestern shield of never showing any emotion um, and just going through every day as a stoic robot. Oh, my husband would love if I did that. Like, he would really just love that. Like, there is something about me that he's just like, why are we crying again today? And I'm like, oh. He just hears weeping. He's just like, <laughs> what is it this time? <laughs> so you got good yeah, news for I, us, sir, Chris? Or you got some, like, Debbie Downer stuff you're going to come at us with? Uh, I got, there's been a lot of duty in the news today. Yeah, let's hear about it. Well, there's the Pooh River on the Delta flight that, like, they had to stop and mm-hmm, turn yeah. the flight. I'm Pooh sure you guys River. all read about that. Um, but there's a bit of a Pooh River that's developed up in um, uh, Robbinsdale. 
too over the last 24 hours. How? What? Where? That at Armstrong High School, there's some kind of a sewer backup. They were supposed to start school today, and they had to cancel the first day of school because it's whatever. that bad. It was that bad. It like apparently got into the kitchen <gasps> and yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of different parts of the building. They say it's not related, but a new Taco Bell did open up across the street. So <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, so lots of poo. And then I was like, why is poo everywhere today? And then I saw the video. Did you guys see the video of the inside of that? that plane no oh, I, oh, there's a video? video i know what i'm searching for right now um uh, it's on twitter <laughs> i feel like x. i feel I'm sorry it's on x i feel so bad for this person like can't we keep as i'm searching it right. can't we keep some things a little bit secret well, like this? well we can keep her or him a secret we know it was a him right yeah, we all agree. Not, yeah. but like yeah don't release their name but i definitely want to see like how bad it was where it took them like two hours to clean this flight and yeah i need to see the I, chaos. I think that's just yeah, have you found it yet, Tevin? Yeah, we're we're looking at it right now. Found it on the New York Post. Let's see here. We had a similar. I had a similar incident. We called it the Pooh River incident at the TV station I used to work with, uh, uh, work at in Seattle. There were repeated poo incidents outside the men's bathroom. What do you mean? And like somebody just like, pooped outside the like outside of like not outside of a stall. Somebody obviously was having like some bad gastric distress and it happened multiple times omg and like was like running all the way down the hallway like you could tell the person was like trying to get into the bathroom <gasps> and didn't make it oh. yeah oh i just saw this is rough why am i watching this yeah i don't know I'm, and i'm sorry it's a I'm lot. 12 i had to point it out no it's a lot um i do have a strong feeling this is my advice if you are currently pooping yourself, stay in one location, centralize that poop. Do not try to go to a second location. It would help. It, the, the, the dogs make that mistake all the time. Right. Uh, unfortunately, you'll come downstairs and you'll see one like, oh, the dog had an accident. And then you clean that up and then you like look around. And you're like, oh, my dear God, the dog mm. had an accident around the entire freaking living room. Like, yeah, I know. And you have like hardwood floors in one rug somewhere. And they're going. Yeah, and the rug, you know. of course, has. Yeah. Well, it, it's one thing to say stay in one spot. But if. Brittany, if you're on a plane, I know. In I the know. middle, you're not just going to sit there and be like, "Well, I'm just going to let it happen." You're like, your you're instinct is, to "I need to, to get out of here as quickly as possible." I know. I'm just saying, fight the instincts and try to sit still because, like, if you could centralize it, I, I, I feel like that's the way to go. It's like getting lost in a mall. You just stay oh, still. I know, you guys. I know it's not ideal, but like, spreading the love is not where it's at. That's the is that what you is that what you call it? What's spreading that? the love. What was that, Chris? Sorry. Uh, well, you know, like, that's the person you're going to be sitting next to on the flight who has the explosive diarrhea. And then and then Brittany said he can't move. So I, you just have to sit there mm -hmm. right next to the person. And right. The next I would have so much empathy. That would hit in so hard. I feel like. Oh, yeah. Like, it, yeah, I know it's disgusting. One thing, like, just your your natural body reaction would be to, like, want to vomit to have yeah. it like that. You know? I know. I'd be one of those people that, like, it's it's fine. It's yeah. No, it's fine. Well, no, it's, it's okay, really. Um, <laughs> this happens all the time to me. Yeah. <laughs> no. well, that's like Billy Madison. That movie, Stand By Me, and people are throwing up all over the internet. <laughs> that's what we brought up yesterday. Yeah, brought up yesterday. Yeah. That it was like this chain reaction. Yeah. It's not yeah, great. It's not great. Oh, I just feel so bad. I'm just glad we don't know the person and, like, yeah. they can live their lives. And it better never come out. And the, I'm saying. the worst part is because like there's embarrassing stuff that happens to everybody every day that you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure that person at the store that saw me do whatever probably remembers that and they forget. Everybody's going to remember this that was on that flight. You don't just yeah. forget this. Everybody has pooped themselves. Yeah. I'm going to say that. I'm going to go on a limb and put myself out there and say, don't, Chris. No, no, no. Go ahead. I felt I'm like you were saying you don't. Everyone oh. has pooped themselves. Uh, we have a discussion. We, we have yeah, a lot of <laughs> we have a lot of long commercial breaks here, and uh, we had a whole big discussion about this several years ago about how you would like your co actor, your co workers, to respond if you crap yourself and you're not aware of it. Would you want 
your coworker who happens to catch it to point it out to you and pull you aside and tell you, or would you rather just not know and go throughout your day not knowing, just kind of being blind to the fact that it was going on? Nobody wants that. Nobody wants because no, you're yeah, gonna so, you're gonna part. discover at some point. Like it's like having that booger in your nose and getting to the car. Like it's just better if so. I don't care who you are, you guys. But first off, how do you not know? Well, it's just for the Hypo hypothetical. Hypothetical, Brittany. Yeah, it's okay. just hypothetical. Okay. Okay. It's, okay. Just I'm, I'm little, it's just a little, you know, you thought it was thought solid or you that. thought it was gaseous. It didn't quite go that way. It happens. Um, but not enough to like, well, listen, I'm not going to go check on this. I'm sure yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> but then, you know, you're, you're John, the guy who sits in the cubicle next to you, um, you get up to go get a glass of water and he happens to see, what do you do? Cause that's horrifyingly embarrassing too, right? Like yeah. to have a interpersonal reaction or, you know, an inner freaking conversation with John who you don't even know. But, yeah. Hey, um, Hey Brittany. Yeah. Like John never talks to you. Um, I just want to let you know, it looks like you had a little bit of an accident. And you're like, accident? John, what? John, what, what do you mean? Do you mean what accident? do you mean accident? Like, like, yeah. Something in my cubicle or what? John, I've been trying to talk to you for years. I've been trying to befriend you for years. Like, why are you, yeah. what are you talking about right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like you've got some duty on your pants. What? And then, Me? like, think how, John? think how horrifying that. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Also, what did you pick, Chris? Do you want? What do you want your coworkers? I don't know. To do? I, I want to, Tevin. What do you think? I would want them to tell me, and also like, don't dance around it. I need you to just be blunt because my reaction is also going to be like, let's make jokes about this and be crude about it. I don't want you to like dance around it. Yeah, that no. makes it more awkward. You are a blunt person, yeah. which I appreciate. Like, yo, you just est yourself in front of everybody. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate that, Rudy. Yeah, I think I would want somebody to tell me, not only because I had poop on either my pants or on my feet or whatever it is, I would want to know that they feel safe enough to be able to tell me those things. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's another big thing, because my daughter has a hard time opening up to me. She'll open up to like family members, and then they'll come to me and go, by the way, this is... Yeah. And I realize, it's, but there's a part of me that goes, I want her to feel that way. You should have a little bit little of fear, fear of your parents. Yeah. And there's a lot of kids who don't. So I have no problem hearing it secondhand. But if a coworker never said anything and then went to another coworker and went, oh, my God, look at Rudy's shitty pants, <laughs> I would feel like I haven't given you a good representation of who I am, that I am calm enough that you can bring these things up to me. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it would make you feel like they don't like you, too. Like, yeah. they would just let that happen. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you walk around with doo-doo on your pants for the rest of the day yeah. and not make you aware. Yeah. And then, of course, you start questioning even just your existence on Earth. Sure. Like, yes. I can't even, yeah. I can't even go to freaking work and do my job making these TPS reports without crapping my pants. Like, why am I even here? <sighs> Yeah, I want my coworker to like stand up and be like, "You're not cool unless you." <laughs> shit your I was gonna say, uh, you guys are missing one element, and that's the element. I want to be babied a little bit about it. Like, I want the bluntness, but then like, like I, you know, when I work with Lori and Julia, and they come from a place of solutions. Like, if I sh pooped my pants right in front of them, they would immediately grab one of their extra cardigans. We have like forty in there, you know, in the studio, and wrap it around me. But like, we got this. Like, I still want some babying on the and the solution side. No. But then I immediately want us to be able to make fun of it. Sure. Pretty much the next day. Right. That's a good friend. A ride or die will poop themselves right along yep. beside you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Show Listen, solidarity. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna amber herd this thing together. Okay. And most of my friends do have IBS, so it would work out pretty well. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, oddly enough. Um, it popped up on my uh, feed this morning, you know, when the ads pop up because they know more about you than you know. Yeah. Oddly enough, some of those nighttime diapers uh, popped up this morning when I came into work. It's like, can't sleep through the night without. And it, it showed this woman and she had her little diaper on and like she's clearly slept through the night. She's all like well rested. <laughs> I don't I'm like, yeah, that's because my phone heard me get up and piss 15 <laughs> times last night in the middle of the night. Enlarged <laughs> prostate. It comes with it's, age. Yeah, it's not cool. Hyperplasia. Anyway, sorry, that me of that. No, hey, it happens to all of us, except me, because I don't have a prostate, but... Mm -hmm. Not yet. Not yet. No. Um, no, I think that's very relatable. Chris, you never told us what you want. What do you want? Because I feel like it might, you know, we are our coworkers. We should know this. I don't know, man. I, it, it, it's mortifying 
uh, I guess tell me because I think I would feel worse if nobody told me and they're just like let you be that guy who had crap in your pants all day and like didn't say anything. You're lucky because you work with an angel human. And so I'm going to be honest. I don't want any of you guys to tell me, can you have Megan tell me if I poop my pants? That would be ideal. Yeah, that would be worse for me. Yeah, because we know each other so well. I would like I would never be able to look at her the same ever again. You really think that? Yeah, yeah. Haven't you done some pretty embarrassing things around her? Not that embarrassing. I've never, I I sit next to her for hours, hours. So over the last almost 10 years, think of how many thousands of hours we've sat next to each other. I have never once passed gas or brought any kind of foreign smell to Mm -hmm. our space. Like, I feel like that would really be out of bounds. Yeah. yeah, I was in yeah. Appleton, Wisconsin this past weekend doing shows. My girlfriend came with me. And we this is probably the second time we've stayed in a hotel together and it's super oh. tight quarters. Yeah, I hate so, that. So uh, we got back from the shows and you know, like we had gone out, we had some yeah, chimichangas, we're in the green room, we're drinking, and at some point she looked at me right when we got back and said, Can you do me a favor and just take a walk? I just take a walk. And been I said, there. Absolutely, no problem. So I put my shoes on, I went and walked down by the river, I had a beer. I, you do whatever you need for the next fifteen to twenty minutes because I I still need to look at you in a sexy manner. Uh, that's a yeah. gift. Yeah. When Justin lived in an apartment building, I would pretend to go take the dogs for a walk, and I would go down to the lobby and bring the dogs into the bathroom with me to go number sure. two. Yeah. Because, like, apartment building? No. Like, in his apartment, I was a oh wreck. Oh, my God. That's the word. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. word. Well, it's, it's horrifying. I had a girlfriend when I was in college that she was staying in, like, somebody's basement, rented a room out, whatever. And I had to go to the bathroom, like, and I was in Minneapolis, like, go into her bathroom, yeah. plugged the toilet, and oh. so now I'm already mortified <laughs> oh, enough, I just want to die. and now I'm just sitting there, like, trying to plunge this as oh. quietly as possible. Oh, it was top ten most. And then the plunger noise, you go, does this sound worse? Does this sound oh, like I'm yeah. doing something? This is- Turn the water on. Nobody will hear it. <laughs> so the water's running. And- <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so Oh. She definitely knows I pooped now. Like, what were you in there for 30 minutes for? Like, uh, Yeah, right. Oh, I, I wasn't feeling well. This right? is a safe space, right? Like, and you guys... If you can't figure s- that out by now, that, yes, this is definitely a safe okay. space. Okay, all right. Because I'm just going to tell a story that was just, like, the end of my marriage. Um, I mean, I was very pregnant, and I thought Justin had gone into work, and I farted really loud, and it was, like, the most comfortable I felt. And I hear from the office... Hey, I've never heard that before. And I wanted a divorce. I was like seven months pregnant and I was like printing out divorce papers. Like I'll I'll never get it. And that was the only time that like I have farted in front of him that I know of. Because I feel like who knows? You'll get, you'll get comfortable at some point. You just will stop caring and you'll let her rip. But your 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 marriage is still kind of young. You probably fart in your sleep or something like that. I know. A part of me feels yeah. like he should just say that so it was like I can start relaxing a little bit. But like yeah. I don't think it's a big ask. Like you know how you were bragging about you've never fart, farted in front of Megan? I don't think like that's a high bar to brag about. Like I feel like you shouldn't fart in front of your coworkers. No, well, I wasn't bragging. I was just saying and all I've never even brought a smell to yeah. the table. Like, I I she, she appreciates yeah. she can't even accuse me of like crop dusting. Like when I when I sit down there, we're we're odor free. Like everything's good. <laughs> it's a lockdown. <laughs> It's, that's right. A real. Uh, speaking of that, I gotta go. All right, bye, Chris. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. We appreciate bye. your yeah. professionalism. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you for not farting on today's show. I can't imagine farting in front of Tom. Like that would be the end of my life. He would be no. so disgusted. And that's like one of my big, like self-aware, like uh, insecurities. I guess is like smell because there was a smelly kid in yeah. my high school that everybody unfortunately made fun of. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. I don't want to be that guy that everybody's talking about like I stopped playing like we used to play like football and basketball at recess and I was like yeah. well I get sweaty I can't be that smelly kid the rest of the day so I'm that just gonna sucks. sit here at the table yeah I'm sorry for that well I right, don't I don't pity me um I'm sorry I'm hey I'm sorry that that happened to you <laughs> is this eats better if I'm mean to you right okay all right we'll be back with the Tom Bernard morning show this is the Tom Bernard morning show listen live on the Tom Bernard show app or at tombernardshow.com 
You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy sent This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is 8.55, the Tom Bernard Podcast. Tomorrow, Don Shelby's going to be joining Joining us uh, Thursday and Friday. Also, uh, Judd Zolgad from Score North going to be popping on 9 a.m., about 15 minutes, actually about five minutes from now. I thought it was 8.45, but no, 8.55 this morning. Um, Don Shelby, do you think he's going to want to talk poop, or should we get it all of our Yeah, systems? I would say probably ignore yeah. the poop talk with Don Shelby. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit more highbrow than uh, I would never talk about poop in front of Don Shelby. Never. No. no. I would never. Like, I'm going to tr- look like a normal person. Like, today was a hot mess for mm-hmm. outfit and uh, attitude. Like, I'm going to be mm-hmm. so nice to him. Yeah, well, yeah, thanks for that. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about this fake nude beach oh, story. Oh, yes. Have okay. You... There was something amazing that happened in Chicago, and this just went down. Where did I put it? There it is. Um, did you see the actual sign? So yeah. a fake sign that designated Loyola. Loyola. Thank you. Sound it out. Beach as a nude beach was removed by the Chicago Park District over the weekend. Rogers Park Beach goers heading to the lakefront over Labor Day weekend spotted a new sign at Loyola Beach in red, red, nude beach past this sign. The sign attached to a post mounted in the sign also included the official Chicago Park District Zoo. Yeah. And so the sign looks very so official. Legit. Like it's 100% it looks like an employee, a state employee put it there. But I love in the article they go, they're suspecting that it could be the work of a local prankster. Just the fact that there is <laughs> suspected a known local prankster running around a Chicago. Bart Simpson, some might say. Right. And so you, if you look down like the article, they have other pranks that he did. 
Oh, I didn't. And this guy is legit. Like if he ever, I don't know if you get arrested for doing any of this, but he, I would pay his bail to get him out. Okay, because so other fake signs he put on uh, was one was in a park that said a citizen burial is permitted at this park, so like you could bury dead people there. That one popped up May 2021. Um, another sign oh also in June of 2021. So this is when the spree apparently started. Uh, there was an agricultural notice that mentioned, wait, hold on. Oh, that two horses and one other animal were allowed in the city. Like as long as it was under 500 pounds, uh, home birth announcement, like taped to like signs. So just putting up random signs all over the place. So he's a serial sign poster. He's the Banksy of signs. Yeah. 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 Like the guy that spray paints stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is impressive. And the I'm sign all for is it. very impressive. The nude beach one, like he definitely, because before they were like printed things that looked official, but you tied them, you know, to the tree mm-hmm. and things like that, like the citizen burial, digging permitted. Um, that looks, it looks official, but it, whatever. He really stepped up his game with this sign, the nude beach past this point. Uh, I would like to note in this photo, I feel like they did this very intentionally. There are people in the background. And it's kind of blurred if the woman is topless. Oh, yeah. I think. I don't think she is, but I think they really leaned into like this caused. It could be. Yeah. We saw old people's boobs because of this. And we will never be over it. If you've been going to a beach your entire life and then one day there's a sign there that says it's cool to take your clothes off. Mm -hmm. Doesn't a little red flag go off and say maybe this isn't a nude beach? And if you've been here, because I've been, I mean, we've probably all been here. This is, does not have a nude beach vibe. Like, this is very yeah. much so in the city. Sure. Right. Well, because even here in uh, Minnesota, wasn't there the scandal a couple of years ago? Or not, I shouldn't say scandal, but where, like, you could be, women could be topless at the beach or something, tried I to think, get past or did uh, get past? Free the nips was, yeah. like, the big thing. Yep. And I think it, it technically is. Is it legal right now? I don't know. Let me tell you a, a story, because I'm in a storytelling mood. So... <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Grab your warm milk and your right. blankets. Uh, Fireside chat with Brittany Arneson. Ma, Ma Arneson's going to go ahead Gather and spin around, yarn. children. <laughs> I was driving. Driving over right by Lake Nokomis, just south of it, on uh, 50th. Living my life. There's that school right there. I think it's, I, well, either way, on the other side is a park. Mm-hmm. I see this woman. She's a full-figured woman, big boobs. She's biking to the right. And I thought to myself, whoa, that's crazy. There's a full-on naked, a topless woman biking. I said, Brittany, you know, fix your expectations. It's fine. Like, the boobs are only sexual because we make them sexual. So I had this whole thought process passing this this woman. Mm. I get closer. It's a man. <laughs> and a man with much larger boobs than I've ever had, even in my heyday, um, even in my milk days. <laughs> so I was like, dang, that was a man. I did not realize that was a man until I got closer. And then I realize, what's the difference then? Let that sink in. Because you go, if I thought it was a woman and it was offensive, and then I, oh, once I realized the face looked like a man, what's the difference then? Yeah, they're both, in my eyes, they're both equally offensive. I don't want to see either. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, interchangeable. If women want to be topless, and that was when I really just changed my stance mm-hmm. on nudity, where I go, mm-hmm. It really doesn't matter. Like, if you're large enough to have boobs and they're out and it's legal for one person but not the other, it's weird. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. I mean, if it's John Cena, I don't know if you've seen John Cena without a shirt on lately, but he looks like he has fake breast implants. Oh, they're huge. Yeah. They're what? huge. No way. Yeah. That's, isn't he, he was, he was supposed to be, I thought he was always in shape because he's always in like action movies and no, wrestler. No, what I'm saying is they look like so, fake. Oh, okay. They're, they're so big yeah. that they're they look s- like fake implants. They're wild. Jeez. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if he did get fake pec implants because it's easier than trying to probably take steroids and work out all the time. And like, would you ever walk around shirtless? Yeah. If I go for a run, like I'll run around like the lake shirtless. Yeah. But the, do you go shirtless? Not now. Not no, 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 because it's like a what? It's what, how your body is. You're feeling, yeah. even though I'm sure it's fine. But like, no, it, that's a mindset of you yeah. have. Okay, yeah, because you know when I first moved to town 15 years ago, I used to run around Nokomis all the time, no shirt on, just a pair of shorts. And I don't know if I've told you this story, but there was once where it was, 
insanely hot. It's like the middle of July. And I ran around Nokomis, and when I got to that spot, it is, it, what is it? I don't know, it's like a malt shop? Oh, There's, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yep. Snuffies. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, it's oh, uh, uh, it's like the, almost like a pizzeria-type-looking spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't Fat remember. Lorenzo's, Fat Lorenzo. Fat Lorenzo. So, yeah, oh, so Nokomis. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm kind of not Fat too far from, from yeah, Fat Lorenzo's. And there's a, there's quite a few people that are all milling about. Yeah. And I am exhausted. I've been, I mean, I ran twice around that thing as hard as I could. Because I think I was training for, for a, a half marathon. And I got halfway around it. It's 90 degrees outside. And I finally stop and I take a breather and I kind of like bend over at the waist, but I yeah. take my hands and I put them on the bottoms of my shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this move where I'm kind of bent over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing this. Tripod breathing. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm sucking wind and I look, there's a guy on a cell phone and his eyes are as big as saucers. I can't figure out why. And then I look down and I realized, oh, I have pulled my shorts off of me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my penis is just hanging in the wind. No, no, <laughs> yes. no, and I've, no. I've never run. I've never ran without a shirt ever Rudy, again. Rudy, that didn't have anything to do, to do with the shirt. Nothing to do with the shirt, sir. Like, but if I had a shirt on, it would have hung down and covered. Would it though? That yes. You like didn't feel a breeze that just all of a sudden? <laughs> no, not. I mean, it was it was a dead wind. Rudy, it'd be almost degrees. worse oh. if you were. Winnie the Poohing it with shirt and no pants. Oh, or Donald Ducking if you're yeah, more formal. Right. Like, that's almost worse to have your shirt on. I keep my no shirt on so my penis doesn't show. Yeah. When I run <laughs> just, it just, I mean, luckily I was sweaty and it was hot, so the guy wasn't, t- they're like, whoa, what's up, shrinkage? But they're definitely. You think that was what he was worried about was the oh, size of your I, penis? I don't, care, I don't care what he was worried about. I was caring about what I your was legacy. worried about. Yes. Some like, call your that legacy. Guy, yes. That guy saw Rudy like running towards him shirtless and he was like, I think that's a woman running towards me and then Rudy bends over he's like oh my god it's a man it's a man I first I was that's where we all learned a lesson free the nips oh my god Rudy could you imagine you know how like that story stayed with you can you imagine that man how often he's told that story oh and that man was was judged No, no, don't include me. I got nothing to do with this. Poor Judd, your intros have been rough. Yeah, coming not into the some greatest. hot oh, stuff. Uh, as long as the technology works today, I'm very happy. Okay, yeah, so just, like yeah. I'm not going to ask for a lot as long as the. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't have to. I have not gone in public without a shirt on probably since I was about 19 years old. So. I decided a long time ago, nobody needs to see this. Yeah. A swimming pool? A public pool? Why? At this age? No. Like, keep that stuff for the kids and the, the young folk. We don't need to be out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly Gross. right. My husband, Justin, t- is in great shape, and he does not want to ever walk around our neighborhood with his shirt off. Yeah. And I appreciate that mentality. Yeah. Well, I, think- I don't know why. I just feel like. All right. Yeah. If you're at, like, the lake or a pool, like, yeah, shirtless, that's fine. But, yeah, if you're, yeah. like, walking around your neighborhood, I, that's a little weird, I think. So oh, so I saw a guy leave the health club last night, and he was buff. He was probably in, in his 40s or so. But, I mean, this guy was in – he was jacked in great shape. But he did it with just shorts on. And he was – I don't know where his car was or if he had walked to the health club. But he was walking out and, like, literally just had a pair of shorts on. It's like, you know, dude, I understand that you're in great shape, but really – like really you can't leave the health club with a shirt on because yeah. you have to show out so like there's guys tend to do that and it's just mm-hmm. like come on like i i'm with tevin you know if if you're in great shape and you're at a pool or something yeah for sure mm-hmm. go for it but yeah well, not, I, you know not leaving somewhere come well, on when i rode motorcycles we used to ride with a guy who was in great shape probably 50 you know one of Damn. these older guys super tan buff you know didn't really drink a lot but he would ride with no shirt on all the time. That seems like oh. a terrible idea. Yeah. dangerous Even just getting hit by a bug and, would hurt. And then we would get to our destination, and he would put a shirt on. I, this is so <laughs> backwards. What are you doing, my man? Like, go the opposite direction. I mean, I get when we get he to look a- so like like a mythical creature with his shirt off in a motorcycle. He was a skullet away from Hulk Hogan. Like, was it like a Daniel Steele novel, just in motion, watching him on a sick hog shirtless? Yeah. yeah. I, it, was, it just seemed weird. Like, why would you do that to yourself? We saw a couple the other day. I was driving with my daughter, and we saw a couple shorts, tank tops, both of them, no helmets, 
uh, riding a Harley V-Rod on 94, like that interchange where the Lowry Hill Tunnel is. Oh. And I told my, and it was that day when it was like 103 out. Oh. And I said, if you've ever ridden a motorcycle, especially when it's this hot with no helmet, it feels like somebody takes a blow dryer and sticks it right in your face. It is brutal to breathe. And especially all the dust and debris that's on 94. What a dumb move. I get like it's freedom and you should be able to wear whatever you want. But the toughest part about the road rash is if you do crash and you have a pair of shorts on, no chaps, no leather, it's not the road rash. It's when you get to the ER and they have to take the wire brushes and scrub the rocks out of your road rash. That's the most brutal part about it. And people don't think about that part. That's the part where you definitely need to be biting onto a broom handle. Put me under. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I love having roofs. On cars, love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing I don't get about it too, though, is is you know people that ride. That's awesome. It's cool. But when you ride without um, a helmet on, or like you're saying, Rudy shorts and stuff like that, it's sort of selfish to me. Because if I see you crash, I'm never gonna forget that. That's no. a good like, point. Yeah. That's like a good I'm point. never gonna forget that. Like like these guys that cut in and out of traffic and stuff. You know, I got no problem with with it. if you've got a cycle and you enjoy it, that's awesome. But you know, when you're being a moron and and basically not following the rules of the road, if you crash, which you know you certainly can, and I watch it, I can never purge that from my mind. Mm-hmm. No, and even if it's not that bad, like I remember seeing, I was walking out of work one day, and a guy came around the corner on his motorcycle and just kind of like laid it down, like was just fine, but. I remember I like started walking towards him and he gets up and I like kind of like yelled like hey are you okay he just gave me a thumbs up so I turned around and kept going and but yeah like, even if it's not bad you still it's still jarring it's, yes because yeah. you're like oh my gosh like there's nothing to protect you yeah but if you ride to live and live to ride it's just a different lifestyle that you know I always say if you live to ride ride to live love to ride it's a different lifestyle <laughs> and I would get a Hell's Angels vest if I had a <laughs> also start seeing motorcycles. Yep, one of those. Put that bumper sticker on. Put that bad. I like car. to put it on my car just to remind people. I I, I say start seeing everything. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super into people just seeing Jettis. all the vehicles. Yeah, yeah. if you can, if you can read this shirt, the bitch fell off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. That's so it's just not not funny, and no. I hate that it's funny. Like I hate it's so stupid. If you can read this shirt, please call authorities. I love my wife. It'd be so funny if it turns into like a plea. She's the mother of my children. Just super so, personal, a slideshow of the kids. So much love and respect for her. Please find her. Please find her. We've been waiting on child support checks now. For just, she is the foundation of what? our family. <laughs> they won't pay out the health and the life insurance until we have a warm body. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, I'm buying a motorcycle after the show. <laughs> oh my god, we have to make that shirt just going on and on. Seriously, we met in high school. Um, hey Judd, how are sports? Yeah, Judd. Oh don't... yeah, no, the sports are great. Let's keep on this. I, I like this. So Ru- Rudy's back now. Yeah. He's gonna ride. A, he, he's uh, gonna go buy a cycle. Kevin is sure. going to join Hell's, Hell's Angels, Angels yeah. which I which I love that leap. Yeah. I love the leap from hey we're talking about mo- motorcycles to hey you know what I would do I join Hell's Angels <laughs> run some security I've scams. I've never seen Kevin yeah. on a bike. Okay, no, okay. I'm... First of all, I owned when I was in college. I had a moped that was oh. like big enough to be. Considered considered Love. a motorcycle. Was it like a buddy? I don't, I don't That's know. That's why I had a buddy. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. And but, in the cities, they are amazing because you can park anywhere. Yeah, and I would like drive around. I'll never forget there was one day where somebody on a Harley passed me, and oh. they did the little two-finger yeah, the wave, wave yeah. and I did it back. Oh, yeah. oh, I felt like a badass. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, let me give it yeah. a leather vest, and we're, we're, what bar are we turning up at now? You're like, I'm uh, hard as a rock yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, anybody else hard right now? Nope, just me. No, hand check? Yeah. I want to see where, your Hell's Angels. Where did that go? Yeah, I want to see that initiation into the Hell's Angels when uh, they're like, what do you bring to the table? And he goes, well, I can get you some TVs from Best Buy. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's not yeah. a problem. Yeah. I can put a patch on this fuzzy sweater I have. Yeah. I'm part of the Hell's Angels now. <laughs> I'm going to bring yeah, a moped in. Here's what we're going to do, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. be the first Hell's Angel to ever do this. Yeah. It looks like a 
motorcycle, but it's a moped, yeah, and you right. better damn respect it. Spray paint it black, yeah, Vespa. No, yeah. I don't know that they would let my bright red moped into that. <laughs> I want to get an e-bike, so I'm right there with you, Judd. Like, I'm going to get an e-bike, assisted pedal, because I'm not that old yet, so I feel like I'm in. Right? That would mm-hmm. be not what I'm bringing to the table. Should we start a motorcycle gang? Should we start a motorcycle gang? I think gang? we should. I wouldn't be mad at it, especially if there's matching jackets or something we can buy. I love buying stuff. Hex side Angels. Street yeah. Side street. Oh, yeah. Of course. Let's yeah. not be ridiculous. Oh, I'm only doing side street, you guys. I'm yeah. not doing I'm not doing freeways and I'm not do, doing Chad, if it's above thir- 35, I'm out. So just side fine. streets for me. Yeah, like wait, what city do you live in, Judd? St. Louis Park. Okay, so let's just commit to keeping all of our stuff at Hubbard. Yeah. Because then we can at least get places. Because I live in Eden Prairie, so there I can't go anywhere that exciting. Like it. All right, this is going to be a lot like that Wild Hogs movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're just here to like yeah. put on our leather vests and go to Applebee's and get dollar margaritas. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.